Hello and welcome back to Floating Through Film, episode 90. This week we are talking about, uh, or we're doing our pick a shorts, or another, another one of our like pick a pick a whatever series. Yeah, basically. Pick a whatever. Pick a we whatever. Need a better name. <laughs> pick a whatever. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's what it is though. Yeah, we just pick a genre basically. Pick a whatever. That's awesome. I like that. Pick a whatever. It's unique. It's unique. Pick something. It's like well, it's it's just like usually picking a genre basically, a genre but, or just like a. Yeah. But this this time we decided to do shorts because um, Danny is going to be with, or we're going to be without Danny for at least one week. Um, well, you didn't have to say that. Well, I mean it's fine. No, we're gonna be we're gonna be on we're gonna be. By, ourself, by ourselves for at least one week. That's gonna be a we're, we're recording this the same day as the draft episode. Yeah, that's why. To go behind the curtain, you know, you never behind the curtain. Yeah, behind the Fellini, you had to reveal the curtain. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, Danny's you know. gonna be going to yeah. India to visit family um, so, over he's Christmas, leaving so he's leaving. And he, for, he's for he's so bit, heartbroken. But... He's gonna miss our musical episode. You know, yeah. he, he's hard. <laughs> he, he loves old Hollywood musicals. You know, like Love it's like his favorite. No, I was totally editing it, so you know, you never know. Like after you guys do record the whole episode, I'll just like add in some voice from me. Okay. No, I don't know. I'll listen to it. To be fair, it's gonna be probably one one Hollywood and then one Japanese, honestly. Okay. That's what you guys are doing. The one the other person has to see. But we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that later. But yeah, this week we're doing a pick a short. So all three of us decided to pick a short this week, and it was Luke pick Cordisor. Yeah, Cordisor in French. Yeah, evening classes. classes. It's Um, yeah. yeah. It's annoying because on Criterion Channel, you, you have search, to type in Cordis. You can't no. search by even that's that's the thing with multiple movies. Like a lot of times, they'll only have one name for some reason. But like a lot, a lot of times, like Chantal Ackerman had this problem. Like oh, this, is this is insane. I don't know Criterion why. do something about those. <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor us or something. Then, uh, okay. You know, then we're fine. We'll send it to you. Perfect in every way. <laughs> but then Danny, Danny picked Chronopolis, which I, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that one at some point. And then, Damn. <laughs> Damn. And then I picked The Man Who Played the Trees. I think so. Blake's saying that to kind of know how we, like, our narration <laughs> comment before we just started. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be starring with Luke since the Tati uh, one did come out first. So Luke, you can go ahead uh, and take this away. Um... So yeah, this is a uh, evening class. This is a short film uh, in 1967, same year as Playtime came out. That uses the Playtime set. If you guys know yes. this, which is kind of it's kind of obvious, but uh, yeah. what's interesting because like this short film wasn't directed by Tati. He starred in it. It was directed by I think one of the assistant directors. Someone it's someone different. Is Nicholas something or Nicholas, Nicholas Rabowski, um, which is, doesn't sound like a French name to be honest. Nicholas Rabowski. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a French guy. What does but. Sound like a Basically, it's kind. Of, it, 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 this this was kind of like a, a, a kind of a, a sort of like look into what Tati wanted uh, the playtime set to become because he wa- he wanted it to stay the playtime set to stay uh, there. He didn't want to tear it down. He wanted to uh, use it as a place that like young filmmakers could like make short films, basically like as a set. Use it as a set. Oh, okay. So he wanted to do that, but he could. Uh, I think it was like damage like uh, to the set or like. Um, like producers made him take it down, like basically, uh, yeah. so he couldn't eat uh, it. But it's, like, think, it's kind of glimpse of what I think could what happened on. is um, Tativil or whatever, whatever he built, like uh, they actually were going to bulldoze that and build action, uh, build a road. Or did they? Okay, like, was that, that area? I, I couldn't remember. It was it was to do with like France actually like needed that space, yeah. needed that space basically. But still, like, come <laughs> on, like, why, why, I mean, why, he why, should why? at least made a Hilo movie about that. Like, uh, honestly, like, Hilo <laughs> comes back and there's like nothing there. <laughs> Uh, Where Paris go? <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I discovered it's like no one really talks about this movie, which I kind of wish they did. But um, I guess I'll ask y'all what your overall thoughts are on, on it. Um, 
I mean, it does just feel like an extra on a, uh, like a, a Blu-ray or something. Uh, okay. You know, I, I, I liked it. It's like almost yeah. like a little short, it is like a, just like kind of glimpse into what Tati kind of likes, uh, in some ways, like my observation and stuff. It's just, it's just like, it's like just Tati showing off. That's why I love for, it. It's a glimpse into what's to come parade also. Yes, you know? very much so. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like he talks a lot in this, though, which is interesting, because we never hear him. Like, it's interesting counterpoint. I like, I like it. Yeah, Wait, he, still, he talks quite a bit in parade, too, though. Like, no, oh, uh, yeah, that, he yeah, does. He does. Um, but yeah. I, I just remember whenever this started, like, he walked up and, like, actually started teaching the class. I was like, I've, I've never heard he loads this much. <laughs> I've, heard, I've, heard enough enough I've heard enough interviews, to be honest, but, like, yeah. but yeah, he loads specifically. Yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, what'd you? Like, no, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I really liked it too. I do kind, of, I do agree with Dana. That's just an add-on. But I do, I mean, I, it, I'm not it's gonna say it's, it's a good add-on. It's a good add-on. add-on. <laughs> maybe, no, maybe I'm underrated. Essential add-on, really. Maybe it's something. It's like it's, uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of a lot of comedic set pieces he decides uh, to use in this. My favorite might have actually been the first one. I'm not gonna lie, but or not not uh, the the smoking the cigarettes. Oh, uh, I was gonna, oh yeah, I was, okay. I was gonna I was gonna consult you about that. You know, because I think your thoughts. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cause that like the, he t- he goes through a lot of different like, things in this. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, Cause that's not the first one, really. The first one is like what tripping or whatever. yeah. When he yeah. falls, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, let me say that for yeah. later. You know? like, oh my god. Um, but yeah, I love this short film, obviously. Uh, but I mean, it's just I love Tati, really. Like, which is like, it doesn't uh, demean in any way. It's just like, it's just an extension. It's like it's like another piece of Tati that I'm just yeah. like really lucky to have. You know, because. Um, He's had in other short films, like a lot of them before his career uh, started. He he acted in a lot of sh- uh, quite a few short films, a few of them, I should say, not quite a few, but like um, they're also re- pretty good as well. But um, yeah, this one just it, it's special too, also because it's on the playtime set, obviously, um, and also just I, I think it's hilarious. I, I I saw a lot of people in Letterboxd saying like some of like the they thought a lot of the gags like failed. And I was like, I disagree with that. I disagree. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, like yeah. it's hard to say they failed because it's like. With typical Tati. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that, yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe, um, it's like, is there something missing for Tati not directing it? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it is more like kind of an acting showcase, though, I guess. In a it way. is, yeah. Um, but also the ending kind of is like very like Tati. Tati's movies are way more visually exciting for the most part. I guess. Yeah, it's, it's very like... That's what I meant. Like, okay. It is just one location, kind of, for the most part. Even yeah. though there's some exciting, like, looking out the window. Oh, yeah, I love that. Okay, we'll, we'll, get, yeah, we'll get to it anyway. Um, but before we... He actually... So, starting the movie, like, when we see Tati walking to this, like, uh, building, he, <laughs> we have a little, like, like, typical Tati moment where he's, like, uh, him and this guy... The sidewalk is, like, so, like, narrow. <laughs> Do y'all notice this? Yeah. And so he's, he had, him and this guy to, like, sneak around each other to get to it. Like, they, like, run into each other first. Like, they, like... Uh, Ty does a typical like head bow, like, <laughs> like with his pipe in his mouth, and like uh, basically they, they, he goes inside. And uh, also, little detail that's fun: the chairs are the same chairs um, in the waiting room this playtime, and in the the chairs in this. Okay, I mean it makes yeah. sense. It's the playtime stuff. So. I know. I just like it's oh, a yeah, cool yeah. detail. I mean, those chairs are so memorable. The, too. the, the ending is really what got me the, with the playtime. The, the last how oh yeah 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 oh my god well, mon uncle really like that's what I was gonna say yeah. for the end but yeah it's like both oh come on we'll get yeah, to yeah. it so you calm said it calm down calm down uh, but <laughs> but yeah he goes to class. Um, uh, basically he's teaching a, a class of 
uh, students uh, how to act, you know. Like, wanted to show off, you know. Show, show, show the master wants to show them how it's done, you know. Exactly. Um, but really, it's more than how to act, though. Cause you're how like, to observe, yeah. Exactly, yes. uh, exactly. Um, and it's almost like kind of getting a glimpse of, like, maybe how he finds his ideas, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Because um, do you remember like the first question he asked them? What does observation mean yeah, to you? Uh, and I love his answer too. It's like uh, this discovery allows to spotlight the behavior of each and every individual. But like, like there's like, but he asked like some other like students that they're like uh, they try to like do like very literal definitions yeah, and like yeah. one guy tries to like super theoretical and like probably just kind of like explains it. Um, but he also has the trip up the stairs moment, which you know like yeah. I'll, I'll tell you guys this later. You know, yeah, like, like what what a show I... off like. Well, no, he he actually does because when he comes back to that, he does that actually to just trip. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, okay, I can that. remember that. For yeah, so yeah, okay. you can tell he just makes that up. Like, oh, come back to the end. Yeah. Great, great improvisation. Yeah, comedy, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, but now, okay, so now he starts actually teaching the stuff, and uh, Blake, we, we we need your commentary <laughs> on how uh, on how 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 the smoking uh, uh, the demonstrations were by the know? different. Uh, I think, oh, I mean, Tatis is really good, obviously, because, like, Danny's done this multiple times, so, I mean, like, okay, basically, that's a society woman, because he does, the society woman, no, oh, he does, like, different woman. categories, yeah, yeah. the society so, woman, yeah. business like, man, it's just, like, the businessman yeah. that just puts it on his lip or whatever, it just hangs there, no, that's, that's the, that's the intellectual, like, uh, that's the, oh, that's the intellectual, the businessman, I forgot exactly, the businessman was the first one, yeah, the Society lady. Uh, no, my favorite one was like the first time smoker. Like, yeah. and, and, and like them and like him making everyone else do it. Because yeah, like, yeah. there was one guy that had a good one, I thought, whenever yeah, he like just going like. He just hated Because <laughs> yeah. like there, there were definitely people that have done that too. Yeah. Yeah. There's also like the Democratic smoker. Like, uh, so great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the. Uh, um, then uh, he starts teaching sports as well, which. Uh, well, Blake, did you did you relate to the first thing in the morning though? He does that yeah, one too. I, I, oh, yes, no, I, I actually do relate. He has first thing in the morning too. Oh, okay, the yeah. first cigarette <laughs> of the morning, the best <laughs> and the worst. <laughs> I no, it actually is true though. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so Tati's accurate then. You do yeah. cough up a little bit in the morning. Did he smoke six? I don't know. He smoked a five. He smoked a five. Okay. Oh, so yeah, good point. You know, five's more, you know, dignified. That's why he's making fun of the cigarettes. <laughs> um, there's another... Uh, wait, who also used a pipe in one of these short films? Oh, it's the, the man who planted the tree. There's, like... He, like, has a tobacco Yeah, pipe. he does. The, the, um, the narrator. I don't think the robots in Chronopolis... Or the alien things were, like, smoking in the pot, really, in the Chronopolis. No. Damn. No. Would have been improved, probably not. <laughs> they didn't get to that part yet in the revolution. Yeah, yeah. Or no, they were past that, honestly. They're past it, you know. Um, anyway... Uh, then he starts pe- teaching sports to them, which we get the tennis one, you know. Uh, they, well, they go, they look out the window first of all, uh, and I was just loving it. Just like they look out the window, Todd tells them to look, at, and it's like Tati there, yeah, of, of oh, course. No, like, uh, no, it's oh, it's a great cut. It's all like uh, I think it pans to the window, and then it shows him just running. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh, I, I think my match just meant I, I don't remember. It's like but, looking for looking for the courts. Yeah, oh yeah, he, like, he's like having trouble looking to uh, find the courts, but like you know, very like Monster Hills Holiday kind of take back like. Though he did, he doesn't do the the jab thing like he did in Last Show's Holiday like. Uh... Well, like I have to ask on these ones, did he record that? Like, because in Parade, obviously we see him do the tennis act, and you see you like you know that the is like him actually doing it this yeah. time. Is that the same thing in this? Because I like I'm pretty sure it is. It like I'm pretty sure he's doing the noises. Like he has to be. Wouldn't surprise me honestly. That's a good I didn't really. I didn't know. Yeah, he also he also just. The, I don't think it's as noticeable. Maybe that's like Kasati and Recta. It's not as noticeable or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's but, so noticeable in the. Pre- oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but like he, he like I, he like imitates everyone like different people playing yeah. tennis. No, my favorite one is the one where uh, he like he says uh, uh, he misses something and says <laughs> and then Tati says the slightest error on is. 
The slightest error on the player's part is always blamed on the raccoon. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. the raccoon. I was like, I was like, they, they, uh, they I can relate to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, every tennis player that played tennis. Does he say like after that he was like, you just adjust the racket a little bit after that? Yeah. Or like, like, he, like, he, my, and then the other one is because he does the beginner. Yeah, and yeah. He says a lack of reflexes often translates to anger. Oh, <laughs> like uh, the anticipate or is it uh, they? Uh, what was it? He said. Um, I should have it. Those are the two I wrote down. So I'm not sure. Uh, the one where he's like uh, anticipation about the or. Uh, or in, uh, instinct, or when well, he's talking about the instinct, he's like, and he's like doing all the like little things, like <laughs> preparing for the ball to get there. And when it gets there, he just like goes right past him. Like, oh, it's so funny. See, honestly, this could have been a, just a Tati movie, like him as a teacher. Oh, I know? would. Oh my god. Please. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. I wish. That was so good. But like, there could. There's definitely moments that it would have been better if he directed it. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, it, like just visually, I. I say like, time. The director did a good job of just letting Tati. Go, yeah, honestly, honestly. maybe like, that's why the talking is like okay. We gotta yeah. give us stuff you never would do in your own movies, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then we get uh, the Postman, which is this is kind of just like a throwback, like yeah, visual defeat. Sure. Which I still, I mean, I thought it was we're not complaining. Second, yeah. I First we get the fisherman the... too. No, that's that's. No, no. Oh, no, is that the, Oh, I, sure. I, didn't, I didn't skip that. I didn't skip that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because uh, he asked, like, what is that? He asked the class, what does it mean to everyone? And they're like, uh, uh, tranquility, relaxation, peace and quiet. <laughs> One guy just says fish. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. Yeah, but, like, uh, like the, the how he acts like the the, the, the net, the net, uh, the fishing rod got stuck in the wall. Like, oh, uh, yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah. Like, how, uh, it's unbelievable. He's like, um,. Yeah, and then like, he's like he's like he's like uh, mimicking like the, the the rod being pushed by the waves, like the the current, and having to like uh, pull it back to the other side. It's like because I remember there's a lot of music going on during this. Oh yeah, there's a score going on going throughout. Basically, because there's like uh, a moment where there's like silence when it does get stuck. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Maybe that's awesome. not the thing that Tati wouldn't have. He would, he underscores his music a lot. He, he has a lot of music though. He does. So. He does. He does. Music, like but he's amazing. more emph- like he emphasizes the sounds a lot. Yeah, that's know. true. Um, but yeah, then we get the postman, uh, which is like a throwback to Jordi Fee. Isn't and... this the same set that they that they used in school for postman too? Uh, I think. Uh, well, I think it's really. I think it might just be a throwback. I, I, I'm honestly not sure if it's just like if they is this like a new like uh, filming or is this like a yeah, really taken know. from those movies. Um, but I mean, like, I'm not complaining. Like, no. this scene's, like, one of my favorites in, in like, uh... It's like a thing. movie within a movie kind of thing? Yeah, or just, like, just, or just what they're doing. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. the, the, uh, it's like a dance, basically. Like, then, like, uh... Yeah. They're uh them training and everything. Like, it's so good. Like, uh... Especially when they're, like, uh, uh... Having to repeat them, like, handing the, uh, ballpoint pen in, like, uh, in the mail. That's, like, they'll, like, step forward, step back. It's like they're, like, dancing in a way. Like, choreographed. Yes. It's, oh, yeah. it's hilarious. Um... And then we get to horseback riding. <laughs> Uh, I mean, another one of like the different kind of groups. Yeah, of, uh, which one's your favorite? Mine's probably uh, the CEO. Honestly, <laughs> the CEO, like him, like him, like like, him, yeah. like, like, like uh, <laughs> uh, acting like he's fat riding the horse. It's amazing. My favorite is the quote at the end where they're back in class and he's like, uh, he says like something they learned is while on horseback, goodwill is not enough. <laughs> well, also when he's uh, when he's like the experienced riders and he's like riding it backwards. No, that's yeah. that was my favorite uh, because he was like, and so and but in reality, the horse does it better or something. Yeah, it was, like, it was yeah, like the horse yeah. going or the, the horse controls you or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, more often than not, the horse takes over. Yeah, honestly. Uh, Rider rarely co- obtains complete mastery. Yes, oh, and, then, and then it's just the film reverse. It's, it's so good. Uh, Great. Um, and then we get to the how to trip over a step scene. Yes. It's, and basically, Tati like gets all these uh, students to try and uh, replicate what he did. And <laughs> Tati's a strict teacher, you know. Like, but also some of these guys were, had some terrible, terrible yeah. uh, attempts at this. Like, 
But honestly, it's, it honestly seems super hard to try and do this. Like, I couldn't... Oh, remember. yeah. Because he's like, uh, that guy that comes is like doing the math or whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you actually need like 2.2 yes. steps or something. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, I mean, what, yeah. What, I mean, the last one is actually the column. How did the yeah column. the column? Well, yeah, yeah, that's a callback to Monocle. I feel yeah, like. that's exactly the yeah, last thing. Absolutely. When he does the math again with that one, he's like, okay, average, like, average true size is nine. Well, because you know? like you're you're like you're thinking. At least I'm thinking back to obviously the poll the poll jokes in Monocle. And you're like, is this just what Tati was telling his actors to do whenever they were doing this? Like, yeah, is he, honestly, like, teaching like, them how to run to a pole on the set of Monocle 2? Like, and you can kind of put this parade in the way, like, uh, parade's like a lot oh, of, like, sure. the democratization of comedy. Like, him yeah. teaching it is kind of, like, the democratization sure. as well. Because parade, doesn't it have, like, uh, scenes of him imitating police officers? Isn't oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And fish, fish and antennas. Yeah, because like, that's yeah. very much. Well, the, the police officer one, that one's backstage, isn't it? Um, that one's not on stage. That one's backstage. He's doing that for like the uh, the other members of the crew or of the circus. I thought. Uh, I think he might do both. Maybe uh, I don't remember. I just remember liking that a lot because it's a lot like like evening classes too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. likes to do this. Like you can just tell he likes to do, like this is something he would just do on set anyway. Basically, oh, yeah, yeah, is what yeah, you would think. Is what you think. Honestly, like he'd be he'd be like a he's a great like party like trip like, person. Yes. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, after uh, they do the miss the column thing, uh, we, this is the ending basically. <laughs> but uh, I love the the final line in this movie: uh, "For homework, practice everywhere you yes, can." Yes, yes. Awesome. Which is, I think, the lesson Tati's movies are basically. Basically, yeah. you can look anywhere you go. Yeah, you know, Honestly. like in traffic or in a, basically like uh, uh, make new observations about a like, the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. But then uh, the ending, specifically the ending, uh, is like. Basically, he's walking out of the building, and then the the, the, the playtime set's being pulled apart. Uh, yeah. And he goes, and there's like there's a little shack that, of course, he goes. Which to. looks like one uncle set, kind of to me. Same vibe. It's not because yeah. the uncle set's not like exactly, a, but it kind of looks like a little hill in one uncle. You know, yeah, the, like, the dogs always yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, some, it's something Hulo would live where yes. Hulo would live. Like it's it's a Hulo, yeah, yes. Hulo crew, yeah. <laughs> Hulo crew. But uh, yeah, I, I love that short. But yeah, that's it. that's it for evening classes. Nice fun know. little extra. No, okay. no that's a bit. It's a You're you're the type of guy to call films content, you know. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, I guess that that's that's uh, evening classes. So let's move on to Danny with Chronopolis. I'm very interested to see how you're going to talk about. This <laughs> yeah, story, like what the but, you know, what, 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 what's your yeah. strategy? Go ahead. No, Danny. actually, I want to know what you guys think first. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's like. Uh, I'll say I've never seen anything like it, okay. so that's alone gonna make me want to revisit it at some point. Okay. Like, it's Plus, like it's a very open movie. Yeah, I love. Like, this, I don't like, think you're supposed to have any idea. Like, like, yeah. uh, no, for sure. I just love like the creation of yes, different yes. things. I'm like. Plus, I will say, like the one I sent you guys on YouTube uh, looks terrible. <laughs> the quality? Yes. Quality's not great. Quality, yeah, the quality. Great, isn't yeah. The I don't think any the I was gonna say because the other one I have it doesn't great quality but it's a different soundtrack oh, which okay. is a better soundtrack than the one Damn, I yeah. sent on you YouTube. Give us a message. Well, I only realized this as I was watching the one because I, I was watching the uh, one on YouTube I sent you guys. Yeah. And then I only realized like, I was like I remember the soundtrack I liking the other one more, but I'm not sure which one's the original. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but either way, like to me the soundtrack is I mean it's important apparently because like the original one is really good and I think that's the one I have versus this one I think it's different but. Uh, no, no but anyway, do like do you guys have any do you think do you have any ideas of what you think it means or anything? Cuz I want I'll tell you how I found out about this movie in the first place, but 
Uh, what, what do I think it means? Uh, I, mean, I, don't I don't know. There's like, I mean, the movie. There is a movie I've seen kind of like this. It's another. I mean, I don't. I think Chronopolis might be better than the movie I'm thinking of. But have you guys seen Zardoz? Zardoz? Never. No. Let me look it up really quick. But no, I haven't heard. It's of that. how do you spell it? Zard and then Oz. And that's very obvious a lot why that's called no, Zardoz whenever you watch it. But it's got oh, the John same. Borman. Okay. Yeah, it's got the same type of like. Basically, these beings that are. In Zardoz, it's like they're humans that are that have gained immortality. Yes. But this one, it's also the same kind of thing. It's like immortality. These yeah, like, beings have immortality. Like, what, what are you doing? I haven't like, seen the like, movie, but I'm reading the description. Yeah. It says, in the far future, a savage trained only to kill finds a way into the community of bored immortals that yeah. alone preserves humanity's achievements. Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. Bored that immortals. last is exactly... Yeah, like, like basically, like, when you have nothing to do, like, uh, yes. nothing to achieve, you just, like... They're play. just creating kind yeah. of for boredom, basically. Yeah. Um... But, okay, keep going. Okay. No, yeah, well, that's the only other movie that I've seen even remotely close to this, and I bring that up because I don't I don't think Zardoz is good. <laughs> I think it's, oh, I think it's equally as insane in terms of, like, I have no real idea. Like, Actually, how, I really need to see this, though. Like, how, like, how, or, like, why they made it almost, but I don't know, like... I'm seeing a lot of Cowards 4 ratings from people I follow. You gave it 4, you gave 4. No, for Zardoz. Oh, Zardoz. <laughs> you gave it top. Uh, no, Zardoz, yeah. like... It's well made, and there are moments in it that are really awesome. But as a whole, I just, I uh, it didn't click with me, and that's that's why I'd say about Chronopolis too. Like I think there are moments in Chronopolis that are really good, especially towards the second half. Once I, I feel like once that once we get out of, like them just creating, it that's gets why a little I would, bit more interesting. I would, but it it made it, I liked it a little more in this rewatch because you guys said I, I gave it four this time. But it's kind of that point where you watch that, like, human fall, you could say, or man. Yeah. Um, when he falls and you kind of realize maybe what's going on. Or, the, like, at the beginning, you're like, what the fuck is going yes, on? Yes, exactly. Like, uh, like rewatching it, uh, as well, we'll probably we'll go through it, obviously. Um, but it's kind of a little bit made a little more sense. But the reason I found out about this movie is... Uh, I've mentioned this book a lot. Uh, Deleuze's Time Image book. Yeah. Uh, he has, like, he, like, briefly mentions this movie a couple times in the... Uh, in the book um, and so I'll read you the quote because like there's like one part of the book he just mentions like a one sentence he says in an animated film Chronopolis Pieter Kammler's f- fashion time out of two elements small balls manipulated with pointed instruments and supple sheets covering the balls he says those are the two elements of time in this movie the two elements formed moments polished and crystal spheres but these quickly darkened unless and then that's all he wrote and that, that's how he ends it <laughs> and then he comes back to it like like four or five chapters later, and then because I remember I was like that's why I added to my watch. I was like, oh, I, uh, I can't wait till he comes back to this. He's probably gonna go off or something. He'll like go way more into it. No, <laughs> he basically just like finishes the sentence. Damn. All he says is, "Candler's uh, Chronopolis shows that the elements of time require an extraordinary encounter with man in order to produce something new." And I was yeah. like, "Damn, that kind of makes sense." Because it's like the first half is like you see a bunch of circles, right? They're yeah. Like flat yeah. circles, and he's saying that's like one element of time, you know. But then you get, like, the two elements of time is when you get this fear that, like, we start to see bounce around and stuff, you know? It's like, they, you can tell, like, these, these immortals uh, have created something new, like, this fear yeah. that are different than all the little flat circles we see. Yeah. And that's, like, the first thing we see. But, what, like, how he says is uh, the elements of time require an extraordinary encounter with man to produce something new. is like, that sphere is basically nothing until it encounters this man that we see in the second half. When man is like is like basically a slave at the beginning, we keep seeing yeah. it, and then man breaks free, kind of it like it falls down, 
and it finds this fear, and we get to see a dance together almost and stuff. And that's like his like interpretation, I guess. And I was like, damn, I really like that because I will say like a lot of the uh, dancing and stuff in the second half with the ball, like the music is way better than the original one I watched. Okay. Uh, I could believe it because I can see why it could get annoying and stuff. Like, I just love how open this movie is. Maybe it's um, very open. That's yeah, sure. yeah. Like it's literally just circles, uh, spheres, and triangles. some triangles. Like, like it just shapes basically. Yeah. Like remember how I was describing Brisson in a little while, like in terms of like how he just uh, respect like abstract forms in his uh, images and stuff. Like that's what just draws me into experimental cinema a lot. And like his, a lot of his other movies look interesting, um, but I haven't really seen him. This that's basically how I found out this movie. Uh, okay, so. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on that before we get into it? Like, well, I don't want to go detail by detail, like I said, because no, it's a very open movie. No, but no is there anything specific, that. or else I'll go through maybe there's some like main yeah, kind of chapters or moments I would say, but um, because like, okay, well, maybe we'll go like, let's say God's beginning. What do you think about them? Like, do you like? Uh, I read like I was trying to find some reviews for it. And I f- saw one guy say like how. This was a still modernist movie because it's kind of talking about like, you know how I talk about Brisson, how he doesn't like the way modern world is going and all those kind of things yeah. because of industrialization. You can kind of see this movie as like, this is how he sees the future based in, on industrialization, right? It's almost just like bored human, like yeah. bored gods at this point. You know, they've already created a perfect world and it's just like boring. Yeah. Like they're all just mechanical at this point. You Honestly, know? it kind of reminded me of like Fantastic Planet. Like the For kind sure. of yeah, that kind of yeah, vibe yeah, too, yeah, yeah. especially with the immortal yeah. gods and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and that's also a French animated movie too. Yeah. So. Oh, this is. Okay. I didn't realize yeah, this yeah. French. Honestly, but. No, Deleuze quotes a lot of like uh, just random French movies I've never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's another great reason I like his books. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's basically these gods. There's like TVs and stuff, and they're like always watching these like circles, like going. Uh, and apparently, the review said like it's these gods that are always waiting for new things to come to them too. So, because, like, when you see that lab where, like, they're creating, um... Yeah. They're, like, using those sheets to, like, basically float them, like, float them around and they can create different stuff out of it and stuff. I don't know. It's a weird way to show, like, gods. It is. Know? Uh... But at the same time, it's also a perfect way to show gods. Exactly. So. Literally, like, uh, just shapes, right? Just forms, like, Because uh, that's, like, one of the things in, like, at least in Christianity, you're like, why did God create us, basically? Could have been because no of boredom. Yeah, could have been boredom. Easily. Yeah. Um... That's why I like the the gods aspect because I think the ending um uh, I have in my notes I think it makes a little more sense but uh, uh <laughs> there's like one part where do you remember like these lamps start fighting with each other yes it's it like is. literally like uh, it kind of reminded me of, like modern times a little bit because okay. like uh, they're literally an assembly line like two yeah. workers on the assembly line start fighting or something but uh just that kind of like something on the assembly line going wrong with the people like because people are being treated like machines even though this. This literally makes the yeah. machines people, you know. Uh, but I guess that happens in modern times too. When he's like the fucking uh, that that experimental thing they make him try. Oh, the, like the food table, <laughs> the food table yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, dude, modern times is so good. Modern times is fucking amazing. <laughs> great, yeah. movie. great movie, great movie. Uh, no, I don't know. There's a. <laughs> it's. What did, what did you guys think of this while watching it? I'm wondering. Did you guys have any of these ideas? I was like, what did they make us watch? I just That's like, why I was, I was thinking like, for the first half of this movie. I, it was just like, I was like just taking it in, I guess. I like, did you notice anything, maybe a shift of, okay, now we see a sphere all of a sudden, this is supposed to be different at least. 
You know, because remember we see it like bouncing around. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, the spears. I was because it is noticeable. We see a bunch of just flat circles for the beginning. Yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah. and this one. I, don't know. I, I just kind of. Like, I do think whenever they make the sheet into a spear that stands up was noticeable, and then whenever the two spears started fighting before they paired it up together, was that what you were talking about? <laughs> No, there's because like, there's that one there's, there's that one scene where she's got like both wands and she splits it and then both of them start fighting oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, 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 they're like cats in a way. Yeah, like, yeah that's basically that these are gods, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, but then after that, I think it was the just one solid ball that started yeah, bouncing solid around. Yeah, solid thing. Because this is the one where it kind of goes off on its own, really. And that kind of like, I would say, ends like this first, what he would say is the elements of time, you know, the sphere they've created, but it still needs man. So then we see, like, we go back to... Because we've, we've got a brief... I think the movie actually might start with these guys just climbing. I think so, yeah. Like, this, myth, like, this like, Sisyphus-like climbing of yeah. just, uh, mm-hmm. these humans going over and over. Honestly, I thought, like, Metropolis. Metropolis. The, 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 the guys, everyone, okay. everyone yeah, walking in lines. No, I haven't. Like, everyone... All, all those, like, people walking in, like, the yeah. groups and stuff. Oh, you got me. I mean, I need a watch. Metropolis. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> it just... Is it, like, 240 or something? Like, yeah, but it's, like... Dude, it's... You know, if it was 140, you know, I'm it like deserves. It's, it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like one of the most epic epics. Yeah, Plus, dude, I love miniatures in movies. I'm not oh gonna, my god! When you can use it right, like to it's like to use a miniature to like show a huge world is like one of the best parts of cinema. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Fucking CG is like ruined everything. Like it's it's one of the best silent movies ever. Honestly, it's so good. Yeah, why? Really? Why it's one of the best sci-fi. I've never heard you guys mention this before. It's one of the best sci-fi oh, movies too. I mean, it's just—it's like kind of obvious though. It's like everyone knows it. Everyone that's watched, everyone that's watched it knows. No, no, yeah. I know I like it. it. Just I haven't got to first line yet. Well, it's also—I feel like a lot of people are are like uh, put aback by like the uh, the length of it because it is long, but it's not. It doesn't feel that yeah, long. Honestly, it flows really well. But no, I like the men climbing because it, uh, for, at a certain point, it feels like that's. Like, they're, like, their climbing can be read a lot of different ways, obviously, because it could be read as just, like, this is man suffering, like, always trying to, like, climb higher. Or it could be, like, this is, like, they're trying to become the gods, too, obviously. Yeah, because, like, like the gods those, have become more... Yeah. Like, that's where the Zardoz, the Zardoz or kind of connection both. became. Kind of both, honestly. Yeah. Well, like, the Zardoz connection, to me, is, like, the people want to be immortal, but then whenever, they, whenever like, you see the immortal people, you see they're, like... Mm. there's no like they're kind of bored with their life too basically like 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 do you want to be these people like do you really want to be these people but and that's kind of like i feel like what this what this movie is kind of about too in a way is like do we even want to get like gain more gain immortality like is this climbing up climbing up this climbing up this uh mountain to try gain immortality or something or to to reach where they are well that's why i like that's why i said i'll just talk about the ending now because like uh to me, the ending kind of, like, clicked in place about when we see the gods kind of die. Like, if you guys remember the title card of this movie, it's like a... It, it already says Chronopolis on the wall, but we see it fade out, you know? Like, it, like timing, basically aging. Yeah. And the gods die the same way at the end. Like, we see them kind of fade out. And that was, to me, almost being, like... Uh, like, I guess Deleuze uh, says time is, like, the sphere, but to me, it was almost like... Uh, I, I saw this fear when I was watching this time, like almost like man's animal nature. You know, I was like, because like he's like petting it a bunch. It's like almost oh, like a dog. Yeah. So I was like, this is like man and like man's animal nature escaping the gods kind of thing. You know, that's how, how I saw the end, or like the gods dying. Um, okay. Yeah, no, but that, that's that's kind of goes what you were saying. You know, like, yeah. do you even want to be those gods, or do you? That's kind of how that I saw as they're escaping from those. Yeah. You know, uh, but that's why I love these kind of open movies because it could be anything really. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, like like you can put whatever you want to into what they're escaping from, uh, or what they're dancing to, or etc. Uh, you said animal nature is the thing was like a dog. I honestly thought that, that was very sexual, like the way it was petting it was really oh, sexual, which is also okay, an animal. So, it's also okay. Yeah, part. exactly. Like our animal nature, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Damn. No, no. Uh, but uh, one of my favorite shots in this is to when we actually do see him break free. It's like, so we're seeing, we're watching them climb one by one, and the camera hangs because all of a sudden oh, we yeah. don't see someone there. Yeah. And it's yeah. like almost like a brisson hanging, you know, like an empty space. Yeah, so it means yeah, so yeah. much, you know, because it just, he hangs on, there's no one there, and all of a sudden, I think it pans down a little bit, and then we see this guy kind of like breaking free before he just like falls. Yeah. You know? uh, this is what I'm saying. This will have to be on our floating edit, basically, okay. uh, if we do it, you know. Yeah, we got to actually. We start. are doing it. We, we got to start it. It's on it's on, record start. Now. It's on Yeah, record. well, yeah, we are. Uh, Time. No, but he's like falling, and it's amazing, honestly. Because like, yeah, to see falling as freedom is just you know kind of contradicting in a way. But yeah, uh, based on what we've just seen of all these humans, it, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, but then he finds this like ball and stuff, and like I guess you can go a lot of ways to what this actually means. But yeah, that's why I was like this time I say more like kind of like a just the animal nature, or maybe just a dog, you know, as a friend versus like what he's just been through. But uh, yeah, yeah, but then he like they climb through all these pipes to like. Also, like, a little Truman Show-esque, you know? Like, uh, as they get outside of the world, it's like... You see the world yeah. as a frog. Bar- no, but you're seeing the world as a frog. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, a little more You know the better Truman Show? No, I'm not really. Oh, no. No, but the kind of seeing this creative world as a frog, you know? These characters yeah. are like that. Oh, the Lego movie? I should stop. I should that stop. one's animated, though. That one's animated. I could see the Lego movie argument more than Barbie. Which Actually, one? the Lego movie... That, see, the, the, one, the difference is, like... Uh, they're both toy brands. <laughs> that's not a difference. That's a similarity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I'm I saying like, between this one though, and those. It's like, yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot different. I'm just, no, I'm just I, I see what you're saying. Like, escaping yeah. this one world, the character. Super Mario Bros. Bros. movie that I watched. Is... No, no. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. Too I'm far. Gonna, too I'm, gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'll give you a Lego movie. I'll give you a Lego movie for kids. I was joking. When I said that. Barbie. I'm, I'm not that. giving you that one. You're not giving me Super Mario Bros. movie. Because Barbie makes it doesn't make sense because the world they go to is like st- still seen as like good like the CEO is a big guy and stuff. It's just Will Ferrell. You love him. Will Ferrell. <laughs> I love this guy. Anyways. Uh. Okay, but anyway, uh, yeah, back to the movie. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that stands out? I kind of talked about the ending. What I thought of man. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, there is this like weird thing where apparently like th- that scene where they go to the gods and stuff. I don't know exactly what he's trying to say. Like yeah. I took it as like. I don't know, they're presenting themselves before the god for some way, but then, like, he, they start spinning in a circle, and that's when the gods kind of die. Yeah. Honestly, I, I wonder, is, was, it, was it a stop motion, a lot of this? I don't know. I, I don't... Because, like, I, I, I honestly couldn't tell. tell. I couldn't tell. I don't think so. I definitely feel like... Oh, I definitely feel Maybe like the balls were stop okay, motion. Yeah. Those felt stop motion, but... I just couldn't tell, honestly. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing, actually. I didn't know I didn't know the, the animation style in this. No, yeah, but I did not know what the ending meant, so I was confused this entire time, basically. Yeah, stop motion. <laughs> yeah, I did not know what was going on. Bro. Yeah, it's stop motion. Oh, okay, 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 that's okay. crazy. That's crazy. He went crazy. But yeah, I do yeah. wish that the that that the YouTube video was like better quality, honestly. Or that there I don't was know if there's a, a better one exists yeah. or something. Yeah, because but. I think I would like it more if it was like restored. Because I love stop motion shit, but no, I need to get more into stop, especially experiment like uh, experimental stop motion where it's like a. I don't know, it's just a perfect medium for uh, experimental stuff, honestly. Because you can just... It's just like, honestly, you need a few people sometimes. Uh, you don't need that many people. 
I think he made this one basically by himself. Because uh, before we go to the next movie, I want to point sense. out a few, like, uh, uh, like I guess, like, uh, just uh, I found on the Wikipedia that were interesting. He said, like, uh, when he turned in the script to, like, get it funded, it was, like, nothing what the movie was. Like, Because, yeah. like, obviously, like, how do you explain this? Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but apparently one of the... It's, and this kind of relates to what the next movie we're going to do is, when this movie came out in America in 1982, it was 66 minutes, and it had a narration running through the whole thing. Oh, shit. And then when it re-released for the official and final cut, the one we saw... Um, it's it. They took out fourteen minutes and no narration. Okay. And the reason I say that is compared to this next movie that we're doing, I love it. I actually really like the Man in Plain the Trees a lot. I like the and the animation style is amazing. I just honestly like I want to watch it without the narrative. Like just I think it would work very well. It would work honestly. I think it might work better because like it would actually just like I said like leave the image a little more open. Well, if you guys remember Crack, that one didn't have any any words or any narration. I don't think, and I do like Crack more than more than the Man Who Played Trees. I honestly just love the story, and I just love the animation. But I love I love it's just the narration, like you know, just so much. (laughs) Yeah, it is a lot. I I did I I was thinking if it was you know if it was Orson Welles, but I also I might have been on board. I I did like a lot of the narration too. But there were certain moments I'll be like, you could just have these moments literally, like not all descriptions, but. No, but that's kind of what I said. Like, I, I was like, I like this just uh, taking out the narration because, like I said, it leaves like the sort of, like, it literally leaves them just more as objects, you know? Yeah. Like, instead of uh, giving it a story with narration. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that was Chronopolis. So I guess that uh, we'll go on to my movie now, which is The Man Who Planted Trees, directed by Frederick Bach. So I don't, I think I brought up Frederick Bach on our My Neighbors the Amados and probably. Uh, the the tale of princess kaguya episodes because well and also you said uh miyazaki loved this movie no takahata takahata loved so he watched crack or croc i think it's croc in theaters um crack it's it's i mean it's it's spelled c-r-a-c but it does have an abbreviation above the a or whatever so it's probably pronounced like croc or something but um yeah, I guess Takahata saw that movie in theaters in Japan, and he immediately went to grab Miyazaki, and they watched it together. And it was kind of, it was the movie that definitely changed Takahata's opinion on, like, animation and what it could be. And then Miyazaki also did say it was, like, one of the greatest movies that ever seen, he'd ever seen. Oh. Um, and I do, I, I, I do love Croc more than, like I said already, more than The Man Who Planted Trees, but we are going to talk about The Man Who Planted Trees. But the reason I did choose this was because of that Studio Ghibli connection. Like, you can, you watch Frederick Bach's movies and you see the, you see the clear influence that has Studio Ghibli especially. Like, especially The Man Who Planted Trees. <laughs> like, this... Yeah. I mean, I was thinking of, because uh, I honestly just rewatched Yamada's recently. Yeah. I mean... Just all the the way it flows through the the whole movie is very similar. Yes, and the art style is amazing. Like, yeah. like I we did. I, I don't remember exactly why I mentioned in in our in our episodes for, of Studio Ghibli. So I'll just say it again. But like Croc, like what really Takaha was really drawn to was how the action, um, how the action like uh focused or made what happened on screen actually appear basically. Yes, yes. Like yes. there like there wasn't an and it wasn't animated beforehand like he would like he would start working on something and then the animation would appear. And this one is done a little differently. It's the narration. The narration is the key to the animation appearing basically. Mm-hmm. But it's this thing of you're not you're not seeing until you're actually shown basically. Like it's a, it's revealing what the what the character themselves are seeing as it's, as it's happening, yeah. and I really like that about it because that's the that's one of my favorite things about like my neighbors the Yamadas and the Taylor Princess Kaguya is the is the art style and how yes. and how it looks yeah. 
and how it draws attention to what you're supposed to be looking at, basically. But, I mean, it literally feels like you feel like the drawing going across from one yes. cut to the other, kind of, you know? So yes. it makes it feel continuous. Yeah. But let me give it a hint and ask you guys your opinions on your opinion on the man who planted the trees before we actually get into anything. Yeah, so. um, I liked it. Um, the animation's amazing. Story, I'm not like... I don't love the story specifically. I, I, it, I don't know, like... It felt a bit, like, a little bit like uh, The Iron Giant, where it's, like, kind of, like, a little too, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, like, children's book-esque. Children's book-esque. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like... That's why I think it might be better without the narration. Yeah, I think maybe it would improve. The narration kind of gave it more, gave it that feel, probably. Like, I probably would have preferred without it. Like, I mean, Christopher Plummer did the English version. Although, I saw Pan Corner Letterboxd, the guy who did the French narration... The same guy who plays the uh, projectionist in Cinema Paradiso. Oh, okay. I um, know. No, I watched the English version. So yeah, I watched the English, but uh, but yeah, I, I I liked it. I liked it for sure. I don't think it's like children's book esque, but I do think I do understand why you're saying yeah. that. But like children book esque apply like to me makes it sound like this is only for children. No, I, I don't and mean that. Way. It, just, it just has that same kind of feel to it. I don't know. That's how I felt. Okay. But. Danny? <laughs> uh, I can see what I'm saying. It has that kind of vibe to it, yeah. a little bit at parts. But I think it's a little deeper than... Uh, yeah, maybe I'm not getting enough. Maybe if the guy would have died at the end, it would have given him a pressure <laughs> tone or something. You know? uh, but Which guy? The, the plant, the guy who made a plant of trees. <laughs> he does, he does die, he? but he dies and he gets a kind of happy ending. You know? That's what it's supposed to be. I thought it was going to get dark for a moment when like the, the government people come and they're like, oh, what are we going to do with this forest? You know, like, I thought they were going to destroy it. Like... Because that's no, very similar to Pompoco. You can see a lot no, of this. That's why, that's why I was like, like, I love the quotes in this movie, too. Like, there are yes, so many yes. great quotes in this movie, but yes. there are a lot that, like, a lot of times I was watching this, I was drawing clear parallels to, like, Pompoco, especially. But that's why I love Pompoco, too. Is like, yeah. that one, you actually do see this kind of, like, har- harsh reality. Yes, so they're different, they're like, different movies, for sure. But, one is but, more... Uh, I just wanted to say, like, yeah. maybe the reason I could see why it's more optimistic is, and why I think this movie's a little deeper is... You can see a lot of the coming out of World War Two themes yes. in this. It's just like, which is he, no, I think you can see he's making it for that audience. Yeah, you know? well, like, I think we can come that. out of two wars. We can do it. We came out of oh, one sure. war. We can do it. No, out that's of two, one thing. That kind sure. of thing. No, that's one yeah. thing. I think it's also showing like the okay. I'll just get into like one of my favorite quotes. Let me find it real quick. But um, it's kind of showing how if we weren't as destructive as we are this is the world we could have, basically. Like, there's this quote, it was after, I think it was after World War One, the World War One section. Yeah, it was, it was right after the World War One section where he returns and he says, and he saw the forest and basically, and, and he's talking about like uh, the old man and he's saying like, when I remind myself that all this was the work of the hand and soul of one man with no mechanical help, it seemed to me that men could be as effective as God in tasks other than destruction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the crux of this movie is like, we had two world wars going on like this, but this man was able to do this even during that. Just think of what we could do if it wasn't one man, basically. Mm-hmm. If we weren't, if we weren't, a, if we weren't a race bent on destruction, essentially, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just think of the world we could have. And I think that's the yes. big part that, that that this movie is basically trying to say. It's funny because okay. I like that reading. Like mm-hmm. that's definitely here. Uh, but it's funny what I took out of it watching it is like it's that same idea, but I took it more like. Like, even though we live in a world that doesn't happen, like, you can still be, like, this guy, kind yeah. of. Like, you can still have your own resolve, you know? Like, because uh, sure. I was thought, oh, I, I, it kind of gave me uh, some similarities to A Man Escaped. 
the way we talked about that one in terms of like a man with his project can yeah. just stay focused on that no matter what you yeah. know and like when they say like you planted 10,000 trees or something he's like all I can think about is like the 30,000 off like yeah. 10,000 won't be that much when I planted 100,000 or exactly. something like that yeah. it's like that, that's like something I would man escape like, that, that is, is that escape, is actually you know? yeah like this, but this, that kind of idea is yeah. like even though you live in a world that has two world wars going on and stuff it's like you can still have your own projects your own, your own thing you can be committed to you know like um so yeah, it's not kind of inspiring like that too. No, I definitely um, think I definitely think this movie is is one to, meant to inspire for sure. It's definitely an environmentalist movie. I mean, too, just the name like but... like uh, Brisson's is a man escaped, and this is the man who planted trees. Like yeah. both like very literal titles. Very, too. very. But yeah, I mean, like I guess we can go ahead and get into it a little bit. I'm not going to go through everything, obviously, because this is the, like this is. I mean, it is a very narration narrated movie, but I guess where I just disagree is like I guess it just worked for me more where it. I felt like it, like the narration did take away a little bit, but I was still like just feeling this movie, basically. That's what I'm saying. But the feeling to me comes almost exclusively from the images. Exactly. But that's why I'm like the narration almost takes it away a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. That's why like, I said I would have this like the way it flows so perfectly is like oh you I can easily tell it's like changing time or something. I don't need the guy yeah. to be also being like okay we're changing times now or something. <laughs> no yeah for sure. No. But you know that's just yeah. a narration problem in general I have like. Uh, yeah. No I, I agree. But with if that. Orson Welles narrated this, ooh. yes. But like what was? But like, who'd you say? Like, who'd, who'd you say the English one was? No, the French one was uh, the. But who'd you say? The oh, English Christopher Plummer. Oh, Christopher Plummer. But Wells would do like a super like more poetic, like more like obscure way. Anyway, I'm just think of Warren Hartzog doing this. <laughs> I could see, I could his, see vo- it. his voice <laughs> might be too slow for this. Honestly, <laughs> the way like how fast like it just it so, does flow so fast. It does like, it does flow kind of fast. But a lot of that is, is also because of the narration too. But yes, yeah. but yeah, I mean like so we meet the shepherd and we basically learn about his life to this point. I think. Unless I'm unless I'm unless I'm misremembering, but I'm pretty sure we learn in this first like the first encounter with him that he lost his wife, he lost his children. I'm pretty sure his he basically lost he basically yeah. lost everything around him. So he yeah. has this one mission that he's doing now, which is to just plant trees. He's a shepherd too. I will say no, before yeah, we get to the shepherds, I, there's one great animation uh, when we see like uh, like the villages of like all the women fighting. Yes. And, like, oh, no, his first before. arrival Everything to the like, like, yes. like, yeah, Well, like, it's, 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 like, oh, it's yeah. great to, sh- to open with that because, like, it's, this movie is a movie about transformation. It's about how this transformation from desolation to beauty again. Well, do you remember the quote? He, like, at the end of the scene, he says, because uh, it's something about the wind. He says, always the ever-present wind. Yeah. But that's also a man escape thing, too. Like, with that is wind, true, too. yeah. The, the wind blows right away. Right away. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, yeah, because, like, he, they were talking about the seeds being blown all across the world, yeah, basically, yeah. from this place. No, yeah, no. That, I do, I'm glad that you brought that up, though, because it does show like the desolation caused, and they don't say there was a specific reason for it, really. At least in this, like this wasn't because of like a world war or anything. It just was like it just became desolate. Yeah, no, and, this is before the first world war. Yeah, it's before the first yeah, world war, and so the shepherd we find out that he's just um, been going around planting trees. But I think before we do that, um, we we see like charcoal town. <laughs> And I do like like th- this is kind of what you were talking about, about like the, the life the life of the life of Charcoal Town that we just saw that's that's like desolate now. Yeah. And I do love the quote like this quote stood out stood out to me in this. It was like even the most stable characters crack under the constant grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's just basically showing like how this how this place became so desolate basically. But um, then we do get like the backstory of like him deciding to plant these trees 
and like I said before already, we see like all these acorns he's planting. We see like he's planted a hundred thousand acorns and he's expecting ten thousand, like like thirty thousand to make it, and then another yeah. ten thousand to actually make it. Past yeah, the well, yeah, I love, I love kind of, yeah, I love where he was like inspecting them yes. too. Like he has to like make sure they're perfect. And, yes. Like, uh, Honestly, I need to watch again. Just pay attention more to the images because. Yeah, no, well, watch, it watch it on mute. Watch it on YouTube. I honestly, like, I wish there was a soundtrack only version. Honestly, but, uh, no, because a lot of it is just I think I could, especially now that I know the story, I I really don't need the narration now. Like, no, for it, sure, it for does. Sure. Yeah, uh, no, because when he does see the shepherd for the first time, is amazing. Like in the yes, distance and stuff, uh, and like the first time they introduce like the blue and green when he shows the trees growing, like so after. Uh, that's a yeah. That's like right. Uh, it that's after. Later, that's after basically. the first world yeah. war. Yeah. Also, yeah, also I read, I read, or no, yeah. with, with, it's like right before. Basically. Yeah, it's like right yeah, before the World War like, because, like, I remember I didn't finish this quote because I meant to go back and find it again. But I remember that he was talking about like um, being sent off, like or like saying bye to him or something. And he was like, "I was young at twenty, and like I I saw this man at fifty, and like, I thought like no one like if you're over fifty, then you have nothing left but to die <laughs> or something like that." Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. especially especially since at twenty, uh, we think of men at fifty with nothing left to do. But yeah, yeah. 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 Um, now this like a lot of this vibe like especially with this young character kind of reminds me of the wind rises too yeah uh, okay. oh okay yeah. Just yeah. especially with the war uh, dealing with these yeah. kind of the being a young guy dealing with the war too I don't know yeah there's definitely a lot of Ghibli in this yeah oh for sure so to me maybe the brothers of war like dealing with the war <laughs> okay it's a lot of different themes though that one's more like kind of like what you missed maybe that's kind of what this one yeah, is. Kind of what, yeah. All right, all right. I got, I got this. I got that. I get, but this has got more of like but an this outside one, movie though. This one, this one's like, more about time, also. Yeah, like it's, it's definitely time. about the passing yeah. of time for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the the first World War, like we had this section. I do like the animation style a lot, but it is just more so. Like I feel like he has the the wars are put in here just more so to emphasize that this man didn't stop no matter for anything basically and like i really i really do think that this is like maybe frederick bach but also like like uh just uh, the ideal man almost like this is based on a story oh probably based on a short story i don't know actually so yeah i don't know either I don't, I don't know. know. I'm assuming yeah. it's based on a short story, but it seems but... like kind of a, a old fairy children's story. No, it, it like seems that. like it seems like at least a short story yeah, because the narration yeah. seems like it would be a short yeah, story narration or like from a short story. But yeah. Um. But yeah, like the big thing after the First World War is like he comes back and sees the forest for the first time and how it's grown over the years. I think what ten years had passed or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but. Um, this is where that quote that I, that I already said before, like my favorite quote, or probably probably my favorite quote. There's a lot of great quotes in this though, but he's the, but the when I remind myself that all this was, was the work of the hand and soul of one man with no mechanical help, it seemed to me that men could be as effective as God in tasks other than destruction. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's just such a good quote. Let I me mean, see. That sounds like uh, that sounds like something that uh, he would have said in The Wind Rises. Talk about uh, airplanes. I think he did say that in The Wind Rises. They did say that in The Wind Rises about planes. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure... Fraud. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, because I'm pretty sure that dream sequence with uh, the Italian the Italian plane maker, um, they said, like, look at what we could do if we weren't all, like, bent on destruction or yes, something. Like, this yes. is what we could make. Yes. But there's no profit in it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but after we see the forest, like, we have this section where he's talking about how it's grown over time and how basically like since no one knew it was planted like no one knew how it came to be it just like sprang up overnight and they were surprised about it. like the hunters were the first one to come and um 
I'm gonna read this entire quote because I liked it. I love it a lot, and I just love like this. This is maybe my favorite section of the movie. Whenever the hunters arrive and, wa- and yes, start walking yes, through it, because okay. it's just amazing. But he says, of course, hunters who climb these heights in search of hares and wild boar had noticed the sudden appearance of little trees, but had put it down to some caprice of nature. That is why no one had melt with the work of the shepherd. If they had suspected it was man's work, they would have interfered. But who would even think of him? Who in the villages or among the authorities could even have imagined such constant, magnificent generosity? Yes. Like, oh, that's, uh, that's yeah. definitely just... I love that quote. And it's definitely just... Definitely poking... Not fun, but, like, just pointing the finger at government in general or just people in general of, of like, you're basically the ones causing all this destruction if you just let people like this man that actually want to help the world do it like this is what could become of it almost like yeah, yeah. i don't know no, i like that I reading a lot because so that goes yeah what you're saying at the beginning yeah yeah uh, i just like that i like that idea too if they suspected it was man's work they yes. were interfering like what's uh, that what's that old, like american tale it's like johnny appleseed isn't it like kind of that similar? is a yeah that's a very similar it's like similar yeah yeah he went around playing apple seeds everywhere he could or something yeah and like basically like a folk tale he never saw the trees really but I don't remember the ending. To be honest, I, just I don't know. But I know what you're talking I just remember about. Him, like, going, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I like <laughs> this. I like in this movie how the old man never really sees the trees, though, because it says like I think they're. I think if we're actually coming up to the quote, I didn't write this one down, but it was basically like, I wish the I wish the old man could see his work, but he was already thirty kilometers down the road planting more trees or something. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. like he's he doesn't even stop to like admire his work. He's exactly. he's only worried about planting, planting more and making it even more beautiful. Yeah. I did. I did. Do have a note that we have a great moonshot in this. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have to show you guys later. Let me. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but then this is what you were talking about earlier. Like the darkest point of the movie is whenever the government arrives and you don't know what's going to happen. Basically, you don't know like is this. And honestly, like nowadays, you could definitely like this. Definitely feels like a even like a pessimistic movie almost because if this like uh, forest actually existed here, it probably would be like renovated for apartments in, Fran- or in France or something. Unless it was, like, way I mean, if the land's valuable, you know, that's all, exactly. that's all it comes down to. But, yeah, like, that, like, the arrival of, go- of the government somehow ended okay because they decided to make it, like, a national, like, basically a national they protect forest. It, yeah, yeah. They protect yeah. it. Basically okay. a national forest because of how beautiful it was. I have another just quick quote that was written down uh, where he where the uh, narrator was like he was one of God's athletes. I love that. Yeah, because <laughs> they're talking about when they bring the friend later to meet him. Yes, and the friend's like, I would have given him advice, but he knew more about this than I did. Yes, so the forestry, like, yeah, yeah, the forestry. Yeah, 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 he was yeah. like, he might know, he might, he he probably knows the most of anyone in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have the last encounter with the uh, with um, the man who planted trees. Or with the shepherd, and um, this is this is more so. This last encounter is more so just a reason for us to go back through the town that we saw at the very beginning and see how it's changed. Yes, and just to see the payoff of what this man's life has been like, uh, like what his life has been for, basically, yes. is for this. And it is I, I, this is why I really love it. Is like it shows that human generosity and care can like change like desolate areas into something beautiful again. Yes. Like it's not, still has that hope. Yeah, yeah, it's just it still has that hope in it. I don't know. And, it's uh, like humans are humans are capable of some of the most atrocious things in like we could think of, but they're also capable of like great generosity. Like we see, like we see all the time, honestly. But it's just we need to figure out how to get off of the atrocity and the destruction more into generosity instead. Yeah, and love. And like, uh, do you remember like the beginning of the movie? It's like uh, when he's first walking to like the village. He says. Uh, he says something like, "Once I must have been a fountain, or perhaps a well." Yes. And at the very end, it like hangs on this fountain that he yes. sees at the town that has changed everything. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, yeah, because he's talking about like rebirth and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, like he says that. like the linden tree, which must be a type yes. of tree. Yes, it's it's uh, a tree that signifies rebirth or oh, something. Okay, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, is what yeah. he said. Yeah, exactly. Because we're seeing like a, a woman with her baby with her baby at, like around that fountain yes. or whatever. And I guess I do have one more quote before we end um, on this on this uh, movie. And it's when I think that one man, one body, and one spirit was enough to turn a desert into the land of Canaan. I find after all that man's destiny can be truly wonderful. But when I consider the passionate determination, the unfailing generosity of spirit it took to achieve this end, I am filled with admiration for this old, unlearned peasant who was able to complete the task worthy of God. It's a great way to end yeah, the movie. It is. Okay. That quote I, 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 may, I might not give enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand I mean, your complaint, because the narration, that was the one thing that... Yeah, whenever I was, I was I watching it, might, it, I was like, Danny especially is not going to like might this just not, It might just be the narration. It's like a little too like literal. It's on the nose. Yeah, or like actually, on the nose. But the movie, the it's images just, are actually not on the nose, though. That's no, the yeah, that's like, exactly... It's like, it's like a It's conflict. making it more on the yeah. nose than it needs to be, maybe. Yeah, that's maybe why I can't read it that way, but, like, that's because, like, and maybe it's, like, Pompoko, like, I was giving an example, yes. the, they get a little darker in their movie. No, I'm I glad that you so. brought Pompoko, because that's, like, this last when quote, I, I especially, it? this last quote, I especially correlate to Pompoko, because, like, in Pompoko, if you guys remember that one scene where the raccoons are, like, um, we basically thought they were gods because only gods could do, like, this this development that they've done to the, yes, to the land. Yes. That's the exact same yes, thing yes, that yes. this quote yeah. is saying at the very end. It's, like... Who was able to complete a task worthy of God? It's just like once for the good and once for the bad. But like we're we're, is, we're, we're able something to do about both. even watching this movie is like seeing it that came out in like the eighties and being like it doesn't even feel possible now. No, you yeah, know, so it has yeah. that same Popoka feeling for us anyway. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. But you're right. We always have to have hope at least. Like, we do. We do. Yeah. But yeah, that is the man who planted trees, and that is the episode for this week. We 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 need to get a short one, you know, before day. Is it, I mean, it fits the series. It fits the episode. Okay, under, under, an hour, an hour, under an hour. Under an hour. This okay, is our first okay. one under an hour in a while. I feel like yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, um, yeah, next next week whenever we return, Luke and I are going to be by ourselves, and we're going to yeah. be choosing a musical. We're kicking each. Danny off. Yeah, uh, and I think we already have the musicals we're going to do, so we can go in that uh, and say it if you want. The bandwagon, and then we're going to do the Legend of the Stardust Brothers. Okay, well, we're doing so, that. Right, yeah, we're doing that one. Uh-huh. So, so look forward to that. We look forward to that. And uh, okay. thank you again for joining us. We hope to see you guys floating through the clouds.